Hey there, boys and girls. It's Ralph Garman, and you're listening to Talking Cod Swallop. Good choice. Hello, everybody. This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Man. You might know me from the Tell Him Steve Day podcast and the I Sell Comics podcast. Listen, I love podcasting. I love talking, but what I really love doing is talking cod swallow. Hey, I'm Alicia Witt. I'm Daniel Portman from Game of Thrones. I play Podrick Payne. I'm Ellipses, and you're listening to the talking... Okay, <laughs> I'm Mark Bernard, and you're listening to the Talking Cod Swallow podcast. Hey, man, it's Kevin Smith. Silent Bob, whose voice you were never used to hearing in the 90s until I started opening it up, man. And that's because I'm a podcaster and you're listening to a podcast. Talking Cod Swallow, right here, man. Welcome to this week's Talking Codswallop. Ho, 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 it's our Christmas edition. I am Gemma. Uh, I am not a gigolo, despite what Gemma just said. I am James. <laughs> Although, the who knows, you know, earn a bit of extra money on the side. Yeah. Um. Well, you know, you've got the glory holes, haven't you? So, no. I you I can neither confirm nor deny the allegation I have a glory hole uh, or a glory hole business, but yes, <laughs> I I'm saying nothing. Um, yeah, whatever. Boring. What, what is it? You said, what is it that uh, Chris the Clown says? Oh crap! I said the loud part. You know, the loud part quiet and the quiet part loud. <laughs> uh, I imagine that's something he says, but I can't remember him actually ever saying that. So you know, yeah, it's either crusty or some sort of strange drug dealer criminal that he has some sort of involvement with. I can't remember. Salty Tadpoles, if you have a obsessive, strange knowledge of the Simpsons, chime in. Or just a knowledge. I mean, you don't have to be obsessed mm. with it. <laughs> True, just a knowledge of it. Yeah, because it's like uh, three years. Yeah, I was going to say there's uh, there's certain things that you know that people do enjoy. So you know, let's mm -hmm. not call them obsessive. <laughs> obsessive freaks, weirdos, you know. <laughs> Our kind of people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I call them dedicated. Yes, yes, that's why they're still here after wow, 198 episodes. Am I right? Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. I'll take your word for it. I can barely remember this morning. So. <laughs> I remember getting a message from James because we were supposed to be, well, not that you'd know what time this is right now, but we were no. supposed to record this at half past 10. I got a message at half past seven saying, I can do earlier now if you like. And I'm like, ugh. Uh, so I'm dedicated. The Swedish mashers I had booked had been moved to another time. Um so yeah, I was up nice and early, but it's uh, yes, yeah, so you're getting a good salty tapos. You're getting the the reality of an early codswallop. Not that you're going to know that. <laughs> no, but you're getting it to give you the atmosphere because this is our Christmas episode. I look out from my window and it is very cold and frosty uh, and icy, and there's this wonderful fog over everything. Ooh. So as I said to Gemma, it's like being in a constant junk camp to horror film. I like it. I think it's quite interesting. Yeah. But this has been two days of this, so it'll be very interesting to see what tomorrow brings. But I'm looking forward to going out for a walk in it because I'm either going to be freezing 
or freezing and invigorated or freezing and fall over. There is a common denominator in all those three things. I'm going to be very cold. <laughs> Why don't you wear something other than just your pants, though, James? <laughs> because I don't want to deprive the neighbours of the joy of seeing me in my underwear. (laughs) Joy, horror, you know, one of the two. Or something in the middle. (laughs) Oh, you silly sausage. Silly sausage. (laughs) So, do you fancy a little sing, James? Uh, Not desperately. I'm a bit croaky, but go on. Okay, well, I was just thinking that we could do a very quick Jingle Bells but the Batman Smells version. So what do you think? I'll I'll give it a shot. I am rather croaky this morning and have a... Uh, but we'll try it we'll try it it'll probably sound terrible i mean it loses a percentage of the fan base and gain us the 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 tone deaf fan base so yeah yeah or the deaf (laughs) well the deaf yeah i mean the deaf people might actually start tuning in because they're like oh james sounds good (laughs) when Gemma listens back to this she'll wish the crash caused ear damage so she doesn't have to listen to it (laughs) well i haven't updated yet james that's spoiler alert spoiler alert yeah well you're not deaf because clearly you're not deaf because you're having a conversation with (laughs) her It can't be that much of a spoiler. It's like the, I'd be very weird for the listener base to go, yeah, is Gemma deaf? Has she lost the ability to hear? And we're having a conversation. <laughs> well, I mean, I could be deaf in one ear. That's true. But if you're asking, is she deaf? And you listen to this, you're in the really lower percentile of mental ability. <laughs> I'd suggest, you know, you need more help than we can provide. <laughs> okay, stop delaying it. So... Yes. Yeah, you go first. It's like a band aid. Yep. <laughs> well, you... I thought there'd be back. Thought there'd be background music. I don't. I don't know what the lyrics are actually. Hang on, let's have a look. See. Okay. Uh... It goes. Uh, shall I sing it first, and then you just listen? Go on, you start. Oh, okay. I'll join in with you. Okay. Jingle bells, Batman smells, Robin, Robin laid an egg. <laughs> Uncle Billy lost his way. Oh, I don't know these the lyrics. Hey. This, is, this filth. It's pure film. <laughs> okay, you just sing it back to me so that I can put it underneath and you sound amazing then. But I joined in with I'm trying to find the lyrics. <laughs> I don't actually know them. I've just told you them. Yeah, but not the until Bill, Billy bit. All I've got is the jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Hey! hey. But I was doing the Batman version. But okay, but that that was beautiful. That was beautiful nonetheless. And actually, the croakiness helped. <laughs> People listening with uh, will be there with Q-tips going past the pain threshold. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I uh, yes, uh, you did the the genuine version. I did the the comical uh, Batman version. So you know we've got it covered. We got it covered. Yeah, you can imagine them at the doctors and they're going, "I'm sorry, you've damaged your hearing irre- irre- uh, irrevocably," and they'll go, "It was worth it." <laughs> <laughs> oh dear so as you have noticed salty tadpoles this is a special midweek episode because 
we didn't feel right not leaving a, you know, like having a last episode of the year, did we, James? Or I didn't, at least. No, and I, uh, I also hope that, you know, come the 23rd of December, people will gather around and celebrate Festivus. What's I don't Festivus? think Gemma's Jem, definitely not reached that episode of Seinfeld yet. Uh, no. Festivus is a <laughs> is a festival that's, uh, that is to take away from the commercialization of Christmas. Ironically, taking away from the commercialization of Christmas and having a festival in replacement, instead of having a tree, they have a metal pole. Um, <laughs> I haven't got to that yet. <laughs> they have something called the airing of the grievances where the family all sit around and discuss what they've done that's pissed <laughs> the other people off during the year. <laughs> and then they have a f- the feats of strength. This is the jo- George Costanza's family. The thing that makes no sense is that they're trying to get away from celebrating Christmas. They're all Jewish, so they wouldn't actually celebrate Christmas anyway. But, you know, oi, oi vey. <laughs> That's a good point as well. Happy Hanukkah to everybody. Yes, happy yeah. Hanukkah to one and all. Yeah, and pa- all other religions. Pa- mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're multicultural and multi-faith and stuff. Yeah. Yes. Well, well, we especially are on this podcast, aren't we? Because like we're mm-hmm. agno- agnostic, agnostic, whatever the saying is. <laughs> Don't believe in eggs. Um, and uh, we got the lovely Joanne, who's uh, a Satanist, and you've got me, who's a Christian. So it's quite an are interesting combination. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I I just assumed I just assumed that you were the same as me that you were like ah, I don't believe in nothing. <laughs> no, no, I'm a Christian. Ah, I'll be making I'll be making try I'll be making a tally against you and Joanne to the start. So okay, which of us, <laughs> which of us is going to heaven? <laughs> oh, I've got bad news for the pair of you. <laughs> well, no good news because I'd like to go to hell. <laughs> Oh God! The music will be better. <laughs> I don't really want to go. Hell, God, God! If you're listening, I don't believe in you. You can't barter now. <laughs> but I don't. I don't believe in you. But um, you know, I'd like to. I'd like to just. Uh, you know. Yeah, you're backpedaling too much, Gemma. Yeah. Stick uh, a fork in it. You're done. <laughs> oh no, not a pitchfork. <laughs> Anyway, this isn't very, well, it kind of is, but it's not very Christmassy at the moment. So happy Festivus, everybody, for the 23rd. Yes, happy Festivus. <laughs> right. Um, I Before we get started on to the episode, because although it's going to be um, in a little bit Christmassy, it's also going to just be our normal episode as well. So don't worry about that. You know, if, if you're not a fan of Christmas, then that's all good. Don't worry. We're not, uh, we're not alienating you. Don't worry, guys. But, um, and if you, if you're still here after listening to me sing, well done. <laughs> and I, I can't believe that James had to Google jingle bells. Um, <laughs> but you did the tune. You did it right. So it's all good. I tried my best. That's all I can do. Yes, exactly. So, right. So what I'm trying to move on to <laughs> is we needed to, have well first of all i needed to do a little retraction from last uh last episode that we recorded so it wasn't last week it was the week before my family tradition (laughs) or family game thing that we have which was just to reiterate to everybody is what's round and brown all the year round uh it's actually i found out after recording the episode that it's not a potato it's your asshole. <laughs> that explains so much. 
<laughs> Although technically in 2021 standards, people get their assholes bleached. So it's not really applicable anymore. <laughs> I mean, technically, the the idea of saying that it it, it, that it could be that colour, yeah, could be wrong. It's not technically that the, the, the case, but yeah. Yeah, brown stuff does come out of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm still very disappointed. Um, yeah, it's not going to improve my mood and view on that one at all. But, you know, no. uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know. Swings and roundabouts, you know. But it was funny when I uh, when I found out from my mum because I was like, okay, so everybody else finds out this information at the age of 18. I had to wait until I was 38. Why the extra 20 years? <laughs> maybe they didn't feel you were ready for it, you know. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I'm pretty certain that somebody told me it was a potato, so I'm pretty certain that somebody told me incorrectly. So, uh, assholes. Ah, maybe, yeah, assholes, Literally. potatoes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes so yes so it's not a potato everybody it's an asshole so you know mm. if you're playing the game at home you have to start again so sorry about that i don't want to burst the family bubble but i doubt many people will be playing that game but you know what who knows? What yeah. i mean it's the most popular <laughs> game in the world whatever <laughs> it's yeah. better than i spy james <laughs> i think you've been lied to i mean i don't want to burst the bubble but you think it's potatoes and you find it uh, it's an asshole and your family takes the most popular game in the world <laughs> who do you believe mm, tough one <laughs> not you <laughs> no my family would never lie to me not my mum. Absolutely not. Not my no, good mum. Absolutely not. Yeah. I'm, I'll tell you what, for my own safety, I'm staying out of this one. Okay, cool. <laughs> the other thing that we uh, put up after our episode was about uh, Ghostbusters, wasn't it? And um, yes. the different reactions that people had at uh, watching the film. So James has very kindly tapped into his keyboard Facebook and hopefully got that information to hand. I have it in front of me. Yeah, obviously. Um, well, we the question that we sort of had was whether it was a uh, majority of it male or female, but I think the ratio kind of seems like it's more male, which is fine. Men mm -hmm. can cry <laughs> and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I was just going to say, if you just uh, read out, because there was a couple of additions that were were added to the post as well which mm -hmm. really made me chuckle so <laughs> see take it away james well we the the question that was asked is by Gemma was calling all ghostbusters fans me and my co-host james on this week's episode wondered during the ghostbusters life how many cried and the the running tally seems to be on the highest number is that uh people did cry uh, it shows that 59 out of the pe 59 people who answered, I can't be bothered doing the mental arithmetic to try and work out the total number of uh, people who were quizzed. If Gemma knows, rock on and tell us. Um, the lower figure seemed to be, no, but people did feel emotional. That got 31 votes. Um, four votes, uh, which have probably placed Talking Codswallop and the people who've answered it on some sort of register somewhere, uh, put uh, they got a boner. Uh, I just want to address this, because whoever's answered this, yeah, really think about yourself on that on putting that down, because this film predominantly had children in it. That's all I'm going to say. So now Talking Codswallop and you four people are now on some sort of list. Um, and rightly so. Uh, 
The other one was, and I don't understand this, solid five out of seven? Is that the mark they were giving the film? I think so. I think so. We n- Maybe. We never asked that question. We never asked that. I am wondering, is that one that Joanne answered? No, I don't think giving so. Giving it strange under- numbers. It says underneath who um, who created yeah. it. So y- You're missing my joke, but anyway. It's more the fact that whenever oh, I ask Joanne it? to mark a film, she gives me a mark out of ten instead of five. And <laughs> some person who clearly has no soul answered, no, they did not have any response to it at all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, it's not that they didn't have any response, it's that they didn't cry. <laughs> yeah, they didn't cry. They, they, might they have, have loved no soul. It. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I don't mean that. But no, yeah, no. got a boner. When I saw that one, I was like, oh, Lord, right? It's going to be an investigation into us and the people. <laughs> Do you know what? I loved it. I loved it when that person created that because I haven't got the post in front of me, so I can't tell you who it was, unfortunately. John. But- John, what the F? What the actual F, John? What the actual F? (laughs) I think it was funny because in the on the post I made a comment of something as well that there was um, somebody who um, who wrote that they had both of their uh, both of the reactions and I put they never replied to me but I said uh, which of uh, which of the reactions did you have in the cinema? (laughs) One was boner and the other one was crying. (laughs) I kind of see why they put boner because when it came to discussing it when i said bring tissues joanne did consider that i've been knocking one off in the cinema but no that (laughs) that didn't happen um maybe the boner thing is just that they got so excited at the prospect of the film that's what that's what i want to think yeah that's what i'm clinging to yeah james i think everybody else thought that way before you did I just thought I've gone too deep into considering this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. You, um, you, you overanalyzed that a lot more than everybody yeah. else thought. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Possibly. Instead of thinking that it was all about the love of the film, I was concerned about the the context it could be taken in. Fair yes. enough. This is not a Pee Wee Herman situation <laughs> not a <to> playhouse <laughs> uh, well i'm thinking more what the chap chap got in trouble for in real life so oh did he i don't i don't yeah. really know much about him other than he's got a uh, playhouse and he's got a squeaky voice and ralph garman does an the, impression the, of him yeah the, the actor uh got in trouble uh paul it's paul rubens isn't it got in trouble yeah. for caught uh doing things he shouldn't have been doing in a cinema and uh possessing lots of questionable pornography oh, but he dear. wasn't i think charged for the questionable pornography whereas jeffrey jones was so yeah interesting oh dear well but anyway you know. we've diverted we've gone onto a really weird subject so let's get off <laughs> as usual <laughs> mm-hmm. if we stayed on subject the salty tadpoles would be very very concerned and confused <laughs> yes they absolutely would so yeah it's all good um yeah and i was I was trying to think there was something else that popped into my head and then you brought up Pee Wee Herman. So now that's floated off. So we might have to digress and come back to uh, said thing that popped into my head because it is uh, officially gone. <laughs> so, <laughs> But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it was a great reaction from the people who uh, mm-hmm. you voted on the Facebook page because that was uh, that was really cool to see. So and I'm glad nice. that the majority of the people cried. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, like I said, I would have if I hadn't have been told that I probably would. Do you know what I mean? So I was mm-hmm. prepared for it. So, but there you are. Do, so, do you hear that salty tap She likes the fact we cried. 
Yep. She likes the fact that we were emotionally broken and damaged. <laughs> well, no, it, it wasn't emotionally <laughs> broken and damaged. It's happiness, isn't it, most of it? Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what, Lucy, you had the same thing I did. You were crying all the time. Was it a happiness crying? I don't know. Uh, for myself, I'd answer it was happiness. It was an emotional reaction. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'll have to think about that. But anyway, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm glad that you interjected then and made me look bad. (laughs) (laughs) Or tried to make me look bad, but nothing makes me look bad. (laughs) It's not physically possible. I just laugh it off. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So we've obviously got a couple of other themed Christmassy related stuff, which we'll get into as well. But before we do... How have you been, James? Well, uh, I think I've generally been okay. I've, uh, I am now on leave from work for a bit, so that that's not too bad. Uh, but uh, I think I'm doing okay. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. I'm still working, <laughs> but uh, there we go. Working up until Christmas Eve, uh, mm-hmm. and but then I've got like I don't know something like ten days off or something. So that's uh, that's quite nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to having the break, to be honest, because I've been very tired. So, yes, it's been very I I, I do know the feeling of the tiredness. Uh, And hopefully you won't be woken up by text from people in the early hours of the morning going, hey, I'm ready to record now. Let's rock and roll. (laughs) Well, to be honest, you didn't wake me up. So, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, Okay, that's good. my My phone is literally always on silent because otherwise right, I wouldn't okay. be able to sleep throughout the night because of all the notifications and stuff like that with regards to like um, Twitter and Facebook and stuff because of the she, international people. So she 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 is that popular that I that am. phone is on is on meltdown. Her her Twitter and Facebook usage makes Donald Trump look like an amateur. Oh, I know. <laughs> if only people actually looked at it, though. <laughs> well, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so it was, uh, yes, I definitely would be awake for most of the night if uh, I had all the notifications uh, set to wake me up. Ugh, no. No, I like sleep. I like sleep. Other than that, I mean, I've got a car now. Woohoo! You have, yes. How's that all going? What's the, the crack? Yeah, it's going well now. Um, it wasn't going too well for a second. Um, because basically what happened was is that the company, um, who I brought it off must have, um, either pressure washed the engine or something mm-hmm. uh, or steam cleaned the engine or something to make it look all pretty and whatnot. Uh, problem with doing that is that water got into the coil of the engine and, uh, so I had to take it into um, a, lane, a lane house Suzuki. Um, so it's Vauxhall and Suzuki company, uh, you know, dealer mm-hmm. sort of thing. They found out what the problem was and it, it cost me, well, initially it cost me £153 to mm-hmm. uh, to sort that out. So I was like, ah, oh, uh, brand new, well, not brand new, but brand new to me car. Had it only for f- three or four days. Don't think I should be spending out that kind of money at this point. So I contacted the people who I brought it off and they have, uh, well, they will be paying me back for the £153. So that's good. That's good news. Interesting. I was actually watching a video only yesterday about um, the thing of cleaning your engine. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and that was one of the very big comments. And this guy said, yes, you've got to bag certain things off and be very careful and not sort of spray at a disc, you know, spray up close on certain things. Yeah. Um, and make sure you dry it all off properly and use an air hose to dry things off. So, yeah, very interesting that that's a, that, you know, I watched that very video, but they clearly did not follow that advice. No, I think, yeah, I think it was a quick job to get it done sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, you know, thanks for making it look all pretty and tidy, I guess. Mm-hmm. But but t- touch wood, it's, uh, it, the car's lovely. I really love driving it. So it's got heated seats, which is really nice. So if my back's hurting, I've got a heated seat and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's nice. Heated bum bum as well. Um, everyone needed to know about my hot ass. <laughs> That's not very hot at all. And um, yeah, I really, I do like, uh, you know, I really do like driving the car and stuff. So that's good. Excellent. And one thing you did that was really good that impressed me is you went back on the road where you had your little bump. So yes, yeah, that's the other thing that I did a couple, well, about a week or so ago now. Um, yeah, I just decided that I didn't want to be fearful of it mm-hmm. anymore. So, and to do that, I had to do it. So, um, I, I'm not going to do it at nighttime yet. I'm going to build up mm-hmm. to that one because obviously that's when the accident happened at night. But actually driving, um, when I was driving there, um, mm-hmm. I was extremely nervous. On the way back, I was a lot, lot better. So, and I purposely drove, the the road that I had the accident on both ways, just to good. you know to get myself over it. But I also got some extra Christmas presents as well, which is uh, it's all you good. Know, which you took good. the bull by the horns, or in this case, the deer by the antlers, and you uh, <laughs> you did it. So yeah, no, but you did it. That's a good thing. Yeah. And no, I think that's really good. I'm proud of you for doing that because it, it can get very difficult when you've had a sort of bump. You will always have some sort of flashback when you're in that sort of area. Yeah. Uh, to it, and you, you managed to to ride out and get over the problem. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad that. The new car is meeting all your requirements. And I have to say, heated seats are brilliant because I found that as it's getting colder and colder, and I don't seem to like the cold as much anymore, strangely, <laughs> um, they are, it is very nice to have that. And you've also reminded me that I do need to clean my car seats in a bit. So anyway, okay. thank you for that for that, <laughs> that stuff. But I won't be cleaning the engine. <laughs> no, yes, don't do that, especially where you are, because it would get definitely frozen within seconds oh, got it well i'm looking out the window now and it's actually getting foggier oh, God. It's, getting as, it's getting as foggy as it was last night when i could hardly see anything so i can't really see the trees in front of the house that oh. well anymore so it's like pea soup is it it's real i mean this is nothing like the stuff that would have been really bad in the past where it's like smog and things but it is re- it's going to be a hell of an interesting walk <laughs> well you just take this, yeah you just take it steady okay because i know that i can still record with joanne but you know i'll probably yes. miss you a little bit <laughs> yeah, yeah that's true i understand that yeah this is not uh, to be fair because one of the things we discussed earlier Celtic tampons i know this is the stuff you're really living for is the <laughs> fact that i was supposed to go out and fuel the car up but decided against it because it's so freezing and horrible and whatnot yeah this is crash weather because <laughs> This is like really thick, so this is crash weather. I ain't going in the car anywhere today. Screw yeah. that. No, he'll go out in the snow. He's got no problem with the snow, but not in the fog. 
<laughs> yeah, bullshit. <laughs> I hate going out in the snow. But um, yeah, this is the sort of weather where you just need some complete doofus who can't drive properly yep. or is driving far too fast and it could be very messy. So yeah, not worth the hassle. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. And uh, I think we can go, the weather outside is frightful. Yep. Uh, it's is yeah, it delightful in here? Well, it's certainly warmer. <coughs> let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. No, don't. Please don't. <laughs> Please let it snow where I live. I mean, if you want to go for the full experience, none of you can see me, but if you give me like five, ten minutes, I'll drag my, my dinner suit out of the uh, cupboard, put that on. I don't smoke anymore, but <laughs> we can have the Dean Martin hour. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we've got to kind of, give you 10 minutes and i can't be asked to wait so no. um no but thank you very much for the <laughs> offer <laughs> the interesting question is can i still fit in my dinner suits <laughs> well i mean we can find that out afterwards you can you can post we can. It, you can put it put it on because you're not really going to do much today you can take a photo of yourself and uh, see how it goes why not if i can remember i'll do it so what do you mean if you remember? I'll remind you at the end of the episode, so then you've got like 10 <laughs> minutes to sort yourself out, okay? <laughs> so now I've got to remember something for yes. however long left we've got. <laughs> I've got to find the bow tie as well. This may not happen, people. This may happen at a later date, so. Yeah. James is saying basically he might let us down, so. Yeah. I'd say there's a very high possibility that I will do. Don't build your happiness around me putting on a dinner suit, people. <laughs> I know it's tough. I know it's. T- I know it hurts. I know it's tough, but don't build your happiness around that. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. It just always aim low when it comes to James. <laughs> well, expectations. I'd, to be fair, no, absolutely. Yeah. Get your expectations so low that they're in the dirt because anything <laughs> higher than the dirt, you'll be impressed and happy. <laughs> Keep them low, people. Expect uh, my, That's my view on life in general. Expect the worst. You know, you'll be pleased and pleasantly surprised when things are a little bit better. Yes. Yes. I was going to say there was another thing that I um, had happened this week as well, which was an un- unexpected day off, which was lovely. Really? And oh yeah, go and do tell. Yes. I know, but to tell the others. <laughs> yes, yes, you know the story, but uh, I, I'm about to. Um, so basically, somebody. Well, I mean, we didn't know at the time, but um, somebody managed to drive into a telephone pole. Um, it wasn't myself, <laughs> so thankfully, you know, I don't, I don't tend to drive into things all the time. Um, but yes, yeah, somebody wiped out all of the internet uh, across. Uh, well, I think it was Weymouth and Portland, so definitely in my area anyway of White Regis. So it meant that, unfortunately, I was unable to work that day. So <laughs> I had to, Shocking. Yeah. Terrible. Well, you know. Um, but one thing that did happen was I had that evening a colleague who actually still works in the office, actually who lives nearby, he popped down because our work has given us a Christmas hamper this year. Um the one that I chose was wine, you know, because, you know, it's wine. And she has a drink problem. <laughs> it was either that or cheese. I just... <coughs> Bless me. <coughs> oh, dear. Keep them in. Keep the sneezes in. It adds to the experience. I've actually found pictures of the post that was hit. <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> oh, have you? Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, okay, well, I didn't actually... Well, I think um, this is it. Hang on, let's have a look. I don't know. No, it isn't. This is something entirely different. Sorry, my apologies. That's really weird. That's okay. Because it ties I, into... Well, I mean, you know, maybe... Uh, I don't know. Maybe another poll got hit as well then. But either way, so I had an... Une- Sorry, I'm sniffing there. I uh, had a sneezing fit, whether which might stay in, might come out. You never know. <laughs> she's, she, she's also got a drugs problem. <laughs> alcohol alcohol and drugs really bad combination Shh. yeah the alternative hamper was cheese and i was like mm, and there was a lot of blue mm. cheese in there and I, i'm sorry but rotten cheese is disgusting so you know no, i disagree bit... i would have taken the cheese hamper well yeah but you, you know i'd have thrown half of it down the garden you know be like, <laughs> terrible <laughs> at least with the wine it gives you a happy buzz yeah so I had this unexpected day off, which was absolutely lovely. Um, obviously, couldn't watch things like Netflix or anything that's uh, internet-based, but I did manage to to sit and watch Christmas 24, which I love. It's like all the cheesy Hallmark kind of uh, Christmassy films, and uh, I like watching them. And I managed to watch one that I'd only seen half of, the year before so i was like yay i got to finish it <laughs> so basically this is the stuff that keeps the hallmark channel in business yes yeah absolutely Constant. i mean i was looking at a rundown on these christmas films i'm like dear god some mm. of the stuff i mean it's like really you know dogs cats um oh no it's not those kind of ones. Sister, sisters in what's it like a sister swap one that seems to be some series where they are real sisters to go to, like, is it towns and cities and something with Christmas? I don't know. People seem to be happy. It's the girl who was, uh, well, she's now a woman, obviously, but the girl who was in The Father of the Bride, her and her sister make some sort of thing. I don't understand. I'm just reading the blurb on it. But, hey, you know. I think you're thinking or looking at something different than what I'm talking about. Cause... It's not porn. It's not porn before <laughs> you say it. When I saw that sister swaps, it's a real thing. It's a film. <laughs> no, no. The kind of um, the kind of Christmassy films that I'm talking about is basically they're all exactly the same. So they're all, <laughs> they're all you know, they've got different actors and actresses, yeah. but they all have the same start, middle, and end. But basically, so... You know, there's one character that comes into town and they get into a fight with, uh, say it's a female character that comes into town and then they get into a fight with a male character or, you know, female, 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 whatever, you know, love is love. And, uh, so then it goes on that they are stuck in a situation where the two of them have to work together and then they have feelings for each other and then they fall in love and the one person that was supposed to leave town is not leaving town. They're staying in town because they're just so in love with each other. And it's so beautiful and it's so lovely. And I love it. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think I would have lost the will to live after five oh. minutes watching that. Go oh, and then there's all Christmas trees and snow and it's all lovely. Oh, God, oh. I mean, I do, to be fair, no, to, to be fair, I do like Christmas films a lot. So, yeah, uh, there's supposed to be some great run. One of my colleagues was saying of one of these films that Doris Roberts was in. She made a few Christmas films, oh, but it's a bit like making a Christmas song. It's I get it because it's a guaranteed way of making money. Because if it, if it's reasonably successful, yeah. They can sell it off to one of these channels and it'll probably get shown every year or so. But uh, yeah, the, I think Amazon do that, or they used to do. I don't know if they do it anymore, but I remember on like the Amazon Prime setup, 
Definitely, like a year or two ago, when it was Halloween, they'd have loads of Halloween films on. When it was Christmas, they'd have loads of Christmas films on. I'm not entirely sure if they still do it, because the setup so. seems to have been played around with. They probably do, but, yeah. you know. It gets more eyes on the, the screen, uh, doesn't it? So definitely. Yeah. yeah. The, the one I made myself watch was something that Brandon Routh was in, because I was just intrigued by it, and it was to do with cats. Oh, right. Um, there's two of them. I mean... It's like cats at Christmas, and he's a fireman, but he's possibly also still playing Superman. But he's a fireman. I don't know. It's really weird. I but there's know. supposed to be like some sort of nod to when he played Superman. I don't know. It's strange. No. Cats. Yeah, Christmas. I absolutely. Uh, yeah, I have no idea what you're referring to. So, but I'm. You're not you know, missing anything. Yeah, I was gonna say. Did you enjoy it? <laughs> no. No. I oh. felt very sorry for Brandon Routh to be honest. Oh. I'm not sure who he is. He, he was Superman in Superman Returns, and uh, he's Ray okay. Palmer in the uh, in that whatever the Arrow world. I don't know the DC Legion of Superheroes or something. I don't watch it. Um, but yeah, it's just yeah. It's what always happens with these sort of Christmas films and the Halloween films. There's always one person when it's a lower tier sort of stuff who's like a, a reasonably known per, known actor. Yeah. Who they kind of like shoehorn in and they kind of hang the film off them. Generally, the career's gone, you know, on the skids possibly a little bit. And this is something they can do. But really, I sound like I'm being a real nasty sod because I've got to think if it was me, if I'm going to get paid money keeping the wolf from the door, I'd do it. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I take it back. Yay, Christmas films. (laughs) (laughs) Yay, Hallmark Christmas films. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, Hallmark, sponsor us. I'll tell, you know, if it's like, if I was, sponsoring doing coke and pepsi i'd be like hey they're both as good but who's paying me the most this week yeah <laughs> well you know we still don't want pepsi but uh yes so i'm gonna put Shocking. my foot down i'm gonna put my foot down i'm sorry i can't sell that sh- shite to uh to anyone <laughs> um wow you and dre really are converts to that, aren't you? <laughs> no to be honest i've had that strong feeling about uh pepsi for a long time yeah it's okay. it's not the same it's not the same it's gross um but uh, do you know what? We haven't done our codswallops yet. Have you got any codswallops this week, or should we move on to um, salty tadpole interaction? I've got a wee codswallop okay. that I find quite interesting, which is I'd like to know why and know. And actually, you know, I'm going to name names. F- screw them. Uh, what is the point of Barclays being open mm-hmm. on a Saturday when, let's be honest, the vast majority of people who are working, it's probably the only time they're going to be able to go. Mm-hmm. What is the point of them being open if you go in and you can't use a counter service because the counters are shut? There's absolutely no use in that. There's because, no use to it because if you the, could use it, if you could use a um, what's it called? If you could use the cash machine, then you may as well just use the cash machine, don't you? <laughs> so you go in and there are two members of staff on, and it's nothing against the staff. Um, who are obviously there. They couldn't, I mean, I get it. They could, pro- they could open accounts, things like that. But basically, the, these two people will, and they'll be making phone calls to talk to customers. I understand that. But from a, an actual customer going to the branch point of view, you can, they're there to help you use a cash point if you need to be, need assistance. They're there to help you make some payments in if you can do that to say, put a check in or some elements of cash in through a cash point. Mm-hmm. But to me, to not have the counter service on makes no sense. And they're closing branches as well. So it's almost like they're just showing, they, they, they don't have any real interest in helping the customer to not have just one counter open. I know. 
Yeah, because you've got you've got to think as well. Because like my mum's with Barclays, and she's been dealing mm-hmm. with this for quite some time. The fact that she she's well, she is a pensioner, so I'm not saying anything derogatory against her. I could be with a big word, and um, mm-hmm. and I even knew what it meant. And <laughs> but you know, she does she does struggle with regards mm-hmm. to like going to the uh, you know going and doing all these um, different things you know, like cash point related stuff, it, it would be handy to have that person on mm-hmm. for, you know, the people that don't feel comfortable using it, you know? Yeah, and the difficulty you would have is to to not have a, a, a and I will, I'll get off this in a minute, but just to not have a counter open. If you are someone who, because what, what is is that they are working on the principle that to take or pay money into an account, you would have a card. And yes, the vast majority of people will have a card and the ability to do it. Mm-hmm. But if you do not have that, if say all you have is your letter, your statement, to allow you to get access to show who you are and you need your ID, you will not be able to have any access to your money until a Monday, and that doesn't seem a good service to me at all. But no. hey ho, I just I just realised that I sat here shaking my head, so and I then realised that I ought to actually say the words no instead of like shaking mm. my head. But yeah, um, yeah, it's it's not very useful at all, really, is it? No. I mean, why not no. just because they're only open up until like 12 o'clock anyway aren't they so just close for saturday if that's the case to be honest yeah because you you would have because the answer could be close the branch you've got the um you've got a cash buy outside if that's the way they want to play it they have a cash buy in the wall that people can use Mm -hmm. but it just seems that they are reducing the service ever more ever more and yeah just if you are someone who is disabled if you are someone who is elderly it's going to get more and more difficult for you to actually do things because where I work, there is a Barclays there, but it is only a small Barclays. And if you, that's going to be closed from what they're saying in the new year. So if you are someone who is elderly or disabled um, or doesn't drive, there's a good one for you, doesn't drive, who's reliant yeah. on public transport, it's going to be a very difficult thing. If you take, even if you did drive, you're on like half an hour or more journey to get into where I live to then find somewhere to park. And it's just, it's not a good service. So I'm not, it's not just Barclays, it's happening across the board. It doesn't strike me as a good customer service. But I'm off my no. soapbox. just want to say where I work, though, and though I don't tell anybody where I work, we still offer counter service. We're still there for you people. <laughs> Ooh, does James work in a bank? <laughs> does he work in a building society? Does he work in a cake shop? <laughs> yeah, I, I, oh no, I'll just, I won't say where I work, but I will no, just I say I work in the financial services. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's fine. Yeah, well, I wasn't really, I wasn't really expecting you to, um, or do say I work in work. a cake shop? Yes. You're going to have to get, ooh, you see, you're going to have to guess people's financial services or a cake shop. <laughs> I think cake shop. Yeah, so, it'll never be revealed, so you yeah. can think whatever you want. You could think I'm a. You could think I'm a. a uh, uh, you know, I, I'm a wine merchant. It, think whatever you want, people. <laughs> right. Well, I'm going to move on to my codswallop, which is um, kind of a petty, insignificant codswallop, but nonetheless, it's annoyed me. Well, you, you could d- say that about what I've just said. So. Well, yes, I know. <laughs> I, I think you could just say it in general, but you know. I don't know, I don't want to be stereotypical that it's actually um, just related to females more than men. Is it women drivers? No, it isn't. (laughs) (laughs) But you know when you get like um, a lip balm, lip seal type thing? I'm familiar with that device. Yeah, sometimes men use them too, so you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, it gets to the end, but then you've still got some in there. 
And it really, really irritates me that you can't get out that last few bits because it is enough to put like two applications on. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah. So it's, it's just the fact that, you know, they've not really thought out their products very well that the, um, there is this tiny little bit of lip balm left. And, you know, I know most people would just be like, oh, well, throw that out. But sometimes, mm. you know, if, if it's the last one and you haven't, you haven't been out to the shop yet and you're desperate because your lips are really sore and stuff mm-hmm. and you need that little bit, you know, mm. and you can't get it, it's irritating. I mean, yeah, you could be in the position you've not been able to go to the bank to get money out because they have no counters on <laughs> and you need more lip balm and you can't. That would be the real, like, what a bugger of a situation that would be. You'd be like, okay, so I'm into the last part of the lip balm, but I can't get on my lips because it's too low. It's all right. I'll go to the bank and get some money out. You go to the bank. There's no one there to help you get your money out. Ooh, bugger. Oh, what would you do in that situation, James? I don't know. I don't know how I would cope in that situation personally. In the old days, I would have had a cigarette, but, you know. <laughs> gone, well, you win some, you lose some. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's always my regular um, answer to everything anyway, so that's all good. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, like I said, it's uh, it's very insignificant, but it's also frustrating. Uh, so, you know, I'm going to... I'm going to put that one in the in the yeah. Cod's Wallet vault. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I think we should get onto some salty tadpole interaction. What do you think, James? Okay. Bring yeah. it on. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So before I do, and hopefully my phone won't interfere with my microphone. So I'm sorry if you get or or that noise that actually just happened back of the net (laughs) yeah so if you get that i'm very sorry but you know uh you know tough really (laughs) so this week we did another let's play fly it to the moon section so which popular christmas song would you like to send to the moon so you never have to hear it again so james what song would yours be uh is it called fairy tale in new york it is, yeah, the, by the, the popes. The, yeah, and uh, it just does nothing for me. People absolutely seem to love it, which is fair enough, but it just mm-hmm. does nothing for me. But my best mate, uh, oh, it isn't him. No, somebody else agreed with that on, on our list, didn't they? He did, yeah. Yep. Bob Christian actually agreed with me. So, I, yeah. He well certainly done, did. I'm gonna I'm gonna read his answer. Oh, unless you want to read his answer, because mine is uh, pretty much the same one. I mean, I like it, mm. but when he starts singing, it really gets on my nerves. You know, the the drunk guy, whatever his name is. I I'm not really familiar with the Pogues, so. Um, but anyway, I think Bob's point was very good. He put unpopular choice from me. I'd like to send the Pogues Fairy Tale of New York to the moon. Yes, I get lots of people love it, but I just find it irritating and about as Christmas as running a cheese grater off my nutsack. Some people, that could be their ultimate Christmas fun, though, Bob. Uh, but I digress. If it comes on, I will turn the radio off wherever it takes. I'd rather listen to Mariah Carey's Warbling. I agree. I actually would prefer to listen to All I Want for Christmas Is You than the Pope's. But I've not. I actually survived the Whamageddon thing, um, of which is not listening to Last Christmas. 
until last week when we had a, before we started work, we did a Christmas quiz and I had to listen to it then because they played, uh, played it as recognised the song. Uh, I don't think I've actually heard it yet, but then to be honest, when I'm walking around the shops, I'm kind of like, I don't really hear anything because I'm just like zoned out as to where I'm going kind of thing. So I don't think I've actually heard any Christmas songs yet and I don't listen to the radio. So um, yeah. Okay. So I think I'm, I think I'm safe. I think I'm safe for another year, but the, you, you guarantee I'm going to go out after this. <laughs> it, I'll hear it four times, won't I? <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Lucy Orchard says, Elvis, lonely this Christmas. Yeah, but you, you, you're wrong, Lucy. Yeah. It's not Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, but then the lovely James Stafford and also Bob Christian um, commented and said that it actually isn't Elvis, it's, no. uh, it's mud. But I can yeah. also see why yeah. he thinks it's Elvis because it does sound very much like Elvis. It, it does. I and I totally understand where Lucy is on that one because I'd originally always thought it was an Elvis song. So the guy does a really good cover, you know, not sound, not cover, really good sounder like of Elvis. But yep. uh, yeah, uh, I don't mind it as a song. But I totally see what you mean, Gemma. It's pretty depressing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. Definitely. James Hickson has uh, said, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas to have a one-way trip to the moon. Uh, do you, are you familiar with that song, James? Um, Would you like me to I sing a I little bit? I think I've probably heard it. It's old, isn't it? It's a it really is. old song, I think. Yeah. yeah. It's just, uh, it's, is it a little girl singing it? It is. It's going, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. <laughs> I don't know the rest of the word. I mean, I do know of it. It's probably on one of these, like, Christmas compilation things I've got. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, we can definitely uh, send that one on. That's no problem. Serena Mickelwright says... Didn't the Cheeky Girls have a Christmas song? I don't think a reason needs to be given for this one, which is quite right. <laughs> and uh, there was. It was Have a Cheeky Christmas. Well, hey, you know, whatever floats their boat. I think they're cards. Can't they sell cards now? Do they? Yeah, I believe so. I think they work for Kia. Oh, that's good. As real car salespeople, not like promo people. So, oh, yeah. okay. I was going to say, this is like a tumbleweed moment, isn't it? So it's like, yeah, oh, okay, no. thanks, James. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's the last It's the last episode of the year. <laughs> it's all right. I, I'll, t- I'll take that. I'm just educating people, whether they like it or not. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. You're trying to bring Car Corner back into the, the episode, and, you know, we've covered it quite a bit. So, you know, just... <laughs> so moving on rachel gum says last christmas and she's put it's a horrible song which is quite right jamie westwood i can get behind this one definitely um he's not (laughs) he's not written that that's my words (laughs) band-aid and he also Mm -hmm. said all 600 and million thousand of them um band-aid because it's offensive do they know it's christmas time at all of course they know it's Christmas. You remind them every year. They have nothing with this song. And there won't be snow in Africa this Christmas time. Well, obviously, nor any time of the year. It's a hot climate. <laughs> Which I love. I love. Uh, I kind wow. of. Wow. Yeah. I wanted to. Wow. Wow, yeah. Jamie, the hatred, the anger. I mean, <laughs> I, I can see the dislike for the song. I can understand that. It's not huge on my list of ones I like or dislike. It's ones to listen to. But 
I don't know, Jamie, you are pissing all over a song that was to raise money to help people as a charity song. So I kind of <laughs> side with you, but I think you're in a bit of a slightly dangerous territory. <laughs> <laughs> and the rift between Jamie and James continues. Uh, <laughs> he's also added uh, Santa Baby needs to go, uh, needs to do one as well. A song about trying to fuck Santa just never sits right with me. So, so wrong. <laughs> I don't actually mind that song. Santa baby, tree. I wonder if Jamie's. I wonder if Jamie has like weird repressed memories. He's trying to hide from sitting on Santa's knee. That's why he doesn't like that song. <laughs> That's not Santa's knee. <laughs> But this is the man who tries to have sex with his bike. So, you know, who knows? <laughs> did, Whatever floats your boat, buddy. <laughs> okay, so Amy Corbin Hale. Cool name. I know, it's a cool name. Uh, mistletoe and wine. I would happily grate Bob Christian's <laughs> nutsack and listen to him screaming and listen to that uh, that awful song. Sorry, Bob. <laughs> Sorry, Bob. <laughs> 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 Sorry, got a bit carried away there. <laughs> oh, Bob, that's going to hurt, pal. Um, I don't, again, I don't desperately mind mistletoe wine, but I don't really listen to a lot of Christmas songs. So, no, I do. I, the thing with it's a bit like when I talked about a Christmas film. If you're a, a musician, you write a Christmas song, so you're like, that's going to make me money. If it's successful, mm. it'll make me money. It's guaranteed to be played all the time. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, look at, um, is it Wizard? Yeah, there's you've played all the time. Yeah. And look at the extremely the extremely tight bastard with one point two billion Paul McCartney. You can't tell me he didn't go Christmas song. That's gonna make me even more money. Yeah, exactly. And I love your use of description there. <laughs> yeah. Again, he's well, fiscally responsible. There we go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you don't get 1.2 billion by throwing it away. No. He, he, uh, to be fair, yeah, he has done well with his money, just not mm. lately. Um, <laughs> He's still raking it in. The, 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 see, the one that, I, I, the Christmas song that, again, it's one that's played all the time, is the Happy Christmas War is Over. It's, I'll listen to it, but it doesn't, you know, it's not, yeah, okay, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not overly fussed by Christmas music in general. The one that I like is the mm. one that isn't actually, well, wasn't originally supposed to be a Christmas song. And I think mm. that's probably why I like it, but I can't remember what it's called. It's got the, they're like... Oh, Stop the Cavalry. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which literally managed, it was not a Christmas song, but I think it has like one line or one reference of Christmas. Yeah. I think it's just the trumpets and the bells, isn't it? Yeah. That's the only reason why it's a Christmas song, because it's actually a war song. <laughs> yeah, but I think they're saying it's because it also makes a mention of Christmas, that, that it can be included as one. But, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, God, no. The only Christmas song I really sort of like is Driving Home for Christmas, which is probably hated by many, many, many people. But I do like that song. <laughs> well, the tadpoles didn't pick that one. So, you know, I think, I know I like that one too. It's a bit of a crooner's one, isn't it? Is that the mm -hmm. right well, that's the right word. Well, I wouldn't say it's crooner, but it's like, yeah. you know, again, it's Chris Reary. It's probably gone, hey, I, what can make me a lot of money every year? Christmas yeah. song. Boom. Done. <laughs> and then. We're so cynical. 
Well, I am anyway. It's a bit like when I'm watching, it's a like, I always love when I'm watching, I was watching the Beavers and Butthead Christmas stuff yesterday and the what supposed to be watching It's Wonderful Life and the cynical take on It's Wonderful Life is Jimmy Stewart there going, look Mary, they give me all this money so I don't kill myself. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that. Where is that? It's, I, don't, I got it online many, many years ago and it's just one of these things you can dig out of on the Christmas episodes. <laughs> but it is, get- it's like a really, it's, just this one scene where he's supposed to be watching It's a Wonderful Life. and Yeah, I think I'm going to need to watch that. It's a very cynical take on it, but there is some yeah. truth to it. It's just going like, look, Mary, they've given me all this money so I don't kill myself. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> uh, we got a couple more. These ones are from Twitter. So we got Sam from Invasion of the Remake podcast. He has written, um, oh, hell, all of them. Dot, dot, dot. Wow. Seriously. Uh, but Last Christmas is probably the one I'd most like to see go. So that's good. That's a good choice. Tim the Popper of the Codswallop. So our very first Codswallop uh, participator. Thank you very much, Tim. Uh, you know, every time you pop up, we're going to thank you. <laughs> good job. I came back to social media today. I would send Mistletoe and Wine by Cliff Richard along with his all of his music and him as I cannot stand him. I would then order a nuclear strike to remove the moon so that the world would be saved from the menace that is Cliff Richard. I love it. I mean, that's harsh. What did Cliff ever do to you? <laughs> he also, you have to realise that if you send a nuclear strike to destroy the moon, you'll kill us as well. So well, basically, yeah. you, wouldn't it be easier just to kill yourself? <laughs> Just a thought. Yeah, but we don't want we don't want Tim to die. Tim Tim's amazing. Yeah, so. But but Tim will if Tim launches nuclear strike against the moon, he's going to kill everything on the planet anyway. So it'll create a huge shift in things. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's uh, fine. That's fine. If it's harsh, Tim. It's well, harsh, I mean, but you're. <laughs> I mean, it's all Cliff Richard's fault. It's not Tim's fault. It's Cliff Richard's fault. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Next one, who I'm not sure who it's from, so I do apologise. Um, but you know, because uh, it's it's hard to sort of tell by the Twitter handle at the moment because it's been uh, created all festive and Christmassy. So lovely, but I'm not sure who you are. But thank you. Um, all I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. It's just awful, which is fair enough. And then the Deuce podcast, they have said the Fairy Tale of New York by the Pokes, mm-hmm. White Christmas, and carol of the bells which i've never heard of i don't know what that is no so maybe that's an american one yes so that was our salty tadpole interaction thank you ever so much for your participation our wonderful salty tadpoles thank you for your sdis yeah rock on (laughs) indeed so are we feeling festive yet because i've got one more little segment and then we can wrap it up for the year or if you want to bring a story of the week to the the episode we can do that as well let's go with the festivities let's keep it festive right okay let's do that so i googled 11 weird and wonderful christmas traditions from around the world because I thought Excellent. it might be quite interesting to actually hear, you know, what other people do. I like the sound of that. Yeah. So in the Philippines, they have a giant lantern festival, and it's held each year on the Saturday before Christmas Eve in the city of San Fernando. 
Fernando. San Fernando, maybe. Anyway, um, the Christmas capital of the Philippines. The festival attracts spectators. I had to scroll, so let me just find my spot again. All over the country and all over the globe. It's basically it's like a festival and it's a competition that everyone pitches in and who can build the most elaborate lantern. And the original lanterns were simple creations around half a million, uh, half a million, half a meter in diameter made from papay di, oh, you know what? Japanese origami, because that's what it just says. <laughs> and they're lit by a candle. Today, the lanterns are made from a variety of materials and have grown to around six meters in size. They are illuminated by electric bulbs that sparkle with a kaleidoscope of patterns. I thought that's lovely. Sounds very good to me. Yeah. In Sweden, they have, and I'm going to probably butcher this, but this is how I think it says. So the gavel or gavel uh, goat. Since 1966, a 13 meter tall Yule goat has been built in the centre of well, Gavel, again, don't know if that's right, um, Castle Square for the Advent. But with Swedish Christmas traditions has unwittingly led to another tradition of sorts, people trying to burn it down. Since, <laughs> since 1966, the goat has been successfully burnt down 29 times. The most recent destruction was in nine, uh, sorry 2016 i don't know why i couldn't say 2016 then it's really hard if you want to see how the goat fares this year when it goes up at december 1st you can follow the progress on and um if anyone's interested let me know because i can uh give you uh give you the website details because again I'd have to pronounce it. And uh, it's got little sexy little umlauts. So, <laughs> anyway, next one is Austria. Austria has Krampus. Woo! James, do you need to keep muted? Uh, I was blowing my nose. Okay, <laughs> well, that's fine. Because <laughs> I was going to say, it's a little it's a little bit, just, you know, when I don't know that you're there, it's like, oh, I can't talk to myself. Yeah, James has left the building entirely. <laughs> just <laughs> muted, got out in the car. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, hello. <laughs> Fill it up, come back. What have I missed? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck all. <laughs> anyway, it's a Krampus. Woo, 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 woo. James. <laughs> <laughs> what? God, I was waiting to say something else. Yay, Krampus, I guess. <laughs> a beast-like demon that roams city streets, frightening kids and punishing the bad ones. Nope, this isn't Halloween, but St. Nicholas's evil accomplice, Kramp uh, Krampus, or Krampus, whichever. Krampus. See, this is the sort of stuff we need more of, this thing of... I mean, Krampus now would not fly in the mollycoddled bloody generation we've got now because it might scare them too much. Yeah, I know. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so in Austrian tradition, um, St. Nicholas's reward mm -hmm. uh, rewards the nice little boys and girls, while Krampus mm -hmm. is said to capture the naughtiest children and whisk them away in his sack which sounds really dodgy um 
in the first week of December, young men Mm. dressed up as the Krampus, especially on the eve of the St. Nicholas's Day, frightening children with clattering chains and bells. I mean, Austrian children have got to be probably the most behaved during December, though, don't you think? You would certainly hope so. Yeah. So in Japan... They have a Kentucky Fried Christmas dinner. Yeah, I can't get my head around this one, but <laughs> yeah, have fair you got, enough. Have you got the page up? Have you or uh... I haven't. No, no. But okay. I've heard of. I'm, I'm already aware of Krampus because Krampus, when Nicholas Tag goes to Germany, is done in Germany as well. Uh, but yeah, I've heard of it. But I mean, with Kentucky Fried Chicken, yeah, they're not in Japan. They're not really going to celebrate Christmas, are they? So yeah, it seems to KFC must be loving it though, mustn't they? Because it'd be great money spinner yeah absolutely um so christmas has never been a big deal in japan aside from a a few small traditions such as gift giving and light displays christmas remains largely a novelty in the country however a new quirky tradition has emerged in the recent years a christmas day feast of the colonel's very own kentucky fried chicken (laughs) <laughs> the festive menu will soon be advertised on KFC Japan website, and even if you don't understand Japanese, the pictures sure still look delicious. Um, with everything from a Christmas-themed standard bucket to a premium roast festive bird. You're just Googling it now, aren't you, KFC Japan? Yeah. Mm. Does it look nice? Looks like KFC to me. Um, <laughs> but it doesn't, it looks quite good. It's, it looks like it create prompts from my heart, but, uh, yeah. Well, it's it only once a year, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it, I, I find KFC quite a letdown when I've eaten it in the past anyway. Yeah. But hey, if it makes people happy, it seems to be lots of chicken stuff, obviously, and just festive style boxes and some sort of cake oh. or yeah or pudding style dessert and something that's really cool like a cheese casserole style thing so yeah not bad not bad mm, that does sound good so the next on the list is the in iceland you've got the yule lads in the 13 days leading up to christmas 13 trickster troll like characters come out to play in iceland the yule lads um and then they've got some fun words that are in Icelandic that I'm never going to actually been able to pronounce. Um, <laughs> visit the children across the country over 13 nights leading up to Christmas. For each night of the Yuletide, children place their best shoes by the window and a different Yule lad visitors, uh, visitors visits, <laughs> I was doing so well, leaving gifts for nice girls and boys and rotten potatoes. For the naughty ones, clad in tradition of Icelandic costumes, these fellas are pretty mischievous and their names hint at the type of trouble that they like to cause. The English translation is sheep coat clod, <laughs> gully gawk is one another's, stubby, spoon liquor. <laughs> <laughs> I think I met a few spoon lickers in my time. <laughs> yes. Pot scraper, bowl liquor, door slammer. <laughs> door slammer is the most metal. Door slammer. <laughs> <laughs> the skyer gobliner. Gobbler, even. Gobbler. <laughs> gobbler. <laughs> 
uh, sausage swiper, which doesn't sound dodgy at all, uh, window peeper, and doorway <laughs> sniffer. Doorway <laughs> sniffer, James. <laughs> Meat hook, candle stealer, and that's it. So there I we go. I think half of these people are probably on a register. I think so. <laughs> you and your register today. Right. So Norway, mm-hmm. perhaps the most unorthodox Christmas traditions can be found in Norway, where people hide their brooms. It's a tradition that dates back to centuries, to when people believed that witches and evil spirits came out at Christmas Eve, looking mm-hmm. for brooms to ride on. To this day, many people still hide their brooms in the safest place of the house to stop them being stolen which is quite fun. Cool. Ah, I'll do this one because it's uh, Hanukkah, and I hope I'm saying Hanukkah right. So lighting of the National Hanukkah menorah, I think it is, isn't it? Menorah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Washington, D.C., so America, obviously. Uh, To anyone who didn't know that was America, get out. Get out. (laughs) The Jewish holiday of Hanukkah is celebrated with much fanfare across the united states with one of the most elaborate events taking place on a national stage since 1979 a giant nine meter menorah has been raised on the white house ground for the eight days and eight nights of hanukkah the ceremony at washington dc is marked with speeches music activities for kids and of course the lighting of the menorah. The lighting of the first candle at the White House takes place at 4pm, rain or shine, and an additional light is lit each successive night, so basically every night until they're all lit, basically. So, But yeah, that's uh, that's cool. I thought I'd read that one because, you know, I know that we've got a couple of Jewish listeners, so I thought, you know, cover them as well. So, Venezuela... Love Christmas, but think it could be improved by a spot of rollerblading? (laughs) If the answer is yes, then visit Carcassus, Venezuela. Every Christmas Eve, the city residents head to the church in the early morning. So far, so normal. But for reasons known only to them, they do so on roller skates. I get a bit, my brain's getting a bit tired now, so this might be the last one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why I'm hesitant, making uh, mistakes with my reading now. <laughs> the unique tradition is so popular that roads across the city are closed to cars so that people can skate to church in safety before heading home for some less traditional Christmas dinner of Tamils, Tamils which is basically a wrap made out of cornmeal dough and stuffed with meat and then steamed. So it's kind of like a dumpling, it sounds like to me. Sounds nice. Yeah. Oh, we can't forget the Canadians, can we? Eh? I was going to end it there, but I'm going to end with the Canadians. So what's it all about? (laughs) What's it all about? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Right. In wintry, wonderful Toronto, the annual uh, Calavalo Cocaine. <laughs> I can't say it. What? Cocaine? <laughs> no. Cavalcade. Uh, Cavalcade. Yeah. The Cavalcade. Cavalcade. All right, James. 
all right. One of us is dyslexic <laughs> here. You know, be nice. <laughs> so Cavalcade of Lights marks the official start to the holiday season. The first cavalcade took place in 1967 to show off Toronto's newly constructed City Hall and Nathan Phillips Square. The square and Christmas tree are illuminated by 300,000 energy-effective LED lights that shine from dusk till 11pm until the new year. On top of that, you'll get to witness spectacular christmas shows christmas shows it's not christmas shows at all it's fireworks shows <laughs> you um get to witness spectacular uh firework shows and engage in some outdoor ice skating so nice. so that's how people celebrate in different countries and there was a couple that i missed off but you know what i can only talk for so long guys until i feel exhausted so there we go <laughs> <laughs> so james have you got a story of the week that we can end the episode with or should we end it there i think we should end it there because we're, we're ending on a festive point okay well in that case then james mm-hmm. i want to say a big massive happy christmas happy holiday happy everything uh just happy i i'd like to say a giant happy to all of the salty tadpoles out there and thank you ever so much for your support again this year and you know, as I alluded to, this is 198, I believe. Uh, so it means that episode 200 is uh, looming near and uh, we have got plans. There may be people joining us, might there, James? Ooh, don't tell them. It's possible. It's <laughs> yeah, possible. Don't tell them who it is because there's only a chance it could be uh, a couple of people. You know, we don't know many people, so it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> but no it's a it's hopefully going to be quite a fun episode so yeah we'll get that recorded very soon <laughs> and yes so i hope everybody has an amazing christmas uh or you know just saturday for those who don't believe <laughs> or you know happy hanukkah it's so hard to you know what happy holiday actually you know happy holiday is becoming a thing where i can actually make it make sense now for me to use it <laughs> and we'll see you in the new year so have you got anything you want to say james because i've muffed that <laughs> yeah 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 uh yeah what she yeah what she said basically <laughs> Nope, you have to say more. <laughs> no, yeah, that's yeah what she said. Yeah, you know, spot on. Have a good one, everyone. <laughs> and uh, thank you for listening to us up until this point. And we hope you have a enjoyable uh, festive period. Merry Christmas and whatever else, uh, you know, you'll be doing. Hope it all is safe and sound and goes well. Yes, indeed. Well, in that case then, James, I think that we have been talking enough Codswallop this year. I have been Gemma. I would agree we've been talking something of festive Codswallop. I am James. (laughs) And we are off. We are going. We're leaving. We're not coming back until 2022. Bye. (laughs) Bye Bye-bye. our time for giving regardless of who we hate
disagreements gone with the wind Happiness our only failed This is the time for loved ones Whether near or far A time we all should give our love In the backseat of a car Season we kill ourselves from depression we have mastered. Bring our children to have their pictures taken with that fat bastard. A time to love the ones we hate, or sit at home. Let's all slice our wrists open